Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Internet Marketing. to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. And before we start today, um, we have another piece of shameless self-promotion uh, because we've just released the 2020 PPC Automation Guide. Uh, the guide is completely free to download and will help you to get started with each of the new automation settings with Google Ads. This includes smart bidding, responsive ad testing, dynamic search ads and more. The best way to accelerate your PPC growth in 2020 is to start planning today. So download your guide from Site Visibility for free at http slash colon colon or even colon slash slash bitly bit dot ly slash ppc hyphen automation hyphen guide. I'll say that again. Bitly, that's bit.ly slash ppc hyphen automation hyphen guide. Now today I'm joined by, joined by John Giorso, founder and CEO at Orca Pacific. John, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm very, very well. And you're up in Seattle, aren't you? Yes, that's right. And our listeners know where, where Seattle is now. It's in Washington, but not the Washington, D.C. This is the Washington in the top left-hand corner, isn't it, near the border with Canada? That's right, yeah. So the Pacific Northwest is uh, what we call it. Lovely. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Orca Pacific. Yeah, sure. So I've uh, been doing this, uh, running Orca Pacific for about 12 years now. Um, Orca Pacific is a full service agency with an exclusive focus on Amazon. So most of our clients are consumer product brands. We also work with some consumer service companies and some uh, B2B brands. Uh, ultimately, we are set up to offer services in every facet of the Amazon platform. So we do everything from uh, deal with advertising, marketing, SEO, uh, content, other elements of the front end. We help a lot with operational issues, planning, forecasting, that type of thing. And then we do a lot in kind of the higher level strategy, thought leadership bucket. So uh, pricing strategy, negotiation, uh, beta programs, et cetera. We have about 50 people on staff. We're located in uh, Amazon's hometown of Seattle, so uh, walking distance to their campus. Uh, and we work with you know over 100 brands really across uh, categories on the platform. That's brilliant. I like I love what it says on your website that you play where Amazon plays and you you was it eats where Amazon eats? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, for the most part. 
Yeah, we're, they, they have a really interesting urban campus. So uh, it, it feels when you're in the city, there's not big Amazon signs and stuff everywhere. It, it really feels like you're just in the city of Seattle. But if you really kind of know where you are, you realize you're you're actually in the middle of a massive urban uh, Amazon campus. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay, so this whole area of uh, sort of Amazon, sort of like, you know, sort of selling things on Amazon, the Amazon marketing, it's got a lot of moving parts, hasn't it? Should we start off with, I, I guess, how to get the most out of Amazon as a marketing channel? Um, yeah. And we can talk about endemic and non-endemic brands and also sort of leveraging Amazon's uh, first party shopper data so that you can target sort of relevant audiences. Let's Let's start with that. Yeah, sure. So just for some context, Amazon has really changed a lot, even in the last two or three years. It's become much more of a pay to play platform. Um, there's there's really, frankly, some quite a bit of upside uh, as well as downside uh, in that change. But ultimately, what it means is that as a consumer product brand on the platform to truly maximize the potential, you need to be doing all of the things that you would be doing, frankly, with any other retailer. You need to have a good product at the right price. It needs to be in stock, all of those elements. But then over and above that, you need to have a, frankly, an aggressive uh, in in terms of financials, uh, a robust, a well thought out advertising strategy yeah. on the platform. Um, that really falls into two main buckets. Uh, there's search advertising and there's display. Both of them, in my opinion, are important uh, to really make sure that you're maximizing to then you know, ultimately maximize the sales and top line growth. Amazing. Now, you just mentioned there about search advertising and display advertising. Can we just go into the differences between those for those who aren't so familiar with this whole area? Yeah, for sure. So search advertising is keyword based. Uh, it's bid based cost per click. So the most uh, obvious comparison that I think more people are familiar with is Google AdWords. Uh, on the surface, it actually feels quite similar in terms of the way it's set up. Once you get into the nuance, it's actually quite a bit different. Uh, but, you know, high level, uh, it's quite similar. And then on the display side, so this is going to be CPM, programmatic for the most part display advertising that by the way runs on Amazon but also runs basically across the whole internet so yeah. Amazon has access to you know all of the largest uh, websites and their inventory as well as hundreds of thousands of others so on the uh, search side it's really about who is or what is the keyword uh, that you're targeting and then on the display side it's much more about uh, what customer you're targeting, regardless of where they interact with that advertisement. Yeah. Let's uh, drill down a little bit more. Let, I don't know. Let's start with uh, search advertising, the, the, the keywords and things like that. I mean, what, what can you tell us about sort of um, tips can you give us on sort of search advertising, Amazon search advertising? Yeah. So the search advertising property has actually been around for, well, depending on how you look at it, about four or five years, at least in the US, and then rolled out to most of the other Amazon divisions uh, shortly thereafter. Um, over the last couple of years, it has gotten a lot more competitive. So because everything is based uh, on a bid, supply and demand, uh, what that means is the cost has consistently gone up. Yeah. You know, if, if you're a brand right now and you're making peanut butter, let's say, uh, the keyword peanut butter is going to be probably so expensive that you have a negative ROI. Mm. Uh, 
that keyword. So what we've done uh, and what we encourage all of our clients and even other brands out there to do is to look more and more to the long tail keywords. So to those more niche keywords um, that customers are using, there's less uh, volume there. But when you add up, you know, 500 of these hyper niche keywords, the ROI for each of them tends to be better. And then in aggregate, uh, you can have a much more sustainable advertising strategy uh, holistically uh, by going after, uh, you know, these more kind of niche elements of the market. And then moving on to the display advertising, which is a slightly, you know, a a different area. What about there? Yeah, so display advertising is 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 newer. Um, it's newer in terms of uh, kind of when it just came to market, and also in terms of overall adoption. Uh, everybody on the Amazon platform, for the most part, is doing search advertising. I would say, you know, gut feel for it is maybe three in ten brands are using display. Yeah, and I think display is 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 interesting because there's a lot more you can do, um, but it's not as easy. There's less kind of low hanging fruit there. You really need to have a robust strategy in place uh, from a, a, you know, just from a programmatic implementation standpoint. And then uh, uh, you also need to have good creative to go with it. That's the other kind of element of display. But basically, you know, there are, there are multiple kind of strategies we can employ with display. We can do retargeting. That's the most straightforward. You know, we know a customer was looking at your product, uh, but they didn't purchase yet. So let's keep it in front of them until they do. Mm. Um, We can do uh, conquesting, which is super interesting. So we know uh, we can can know if a customer is buying a, a competitive product to yours or is researching a competitive product to yours and go after them and try to convert them over to your brand, uh, which is really interesting. And then we can do all kinds of different uh, demographic lifestyle behavioral targeting to make sure that you are really drilling down into your uh, very specific uh, niche and, and customer segment and, uh, you know, and trying to surface relevant contextual advertising and content to, to reach that customer base. And by the way, it may not just be one, you know, we may slice it into, you know, 30 different segments and run 30 different simultaneous campaigns. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's some really interesting creative things that can be done. Yeah. I love the idea of conquest. Is it conquesting you mentioned? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great name. I mean, this, this sounds, obviously you can do, you can do a lot, you know, things that you've just described. Obviously, clearly you're the expert, but I mean, is it possible for the smaller businesses to do this? Is it relatively straightforward or is it still quite tricky? So it's tricky to, to be honest. So yeah. on the search side, it's absolutely you know, open for business, you can go in and set up a hundred dollar campaign and just start playing around with it, mm. seeing what, what works, what doesn't. Um, realistically on the display side, you're probably going to need to either use Amazon directly and they will run advertising, uh, for brands directly, uh, or you're going to have to use an agency to really do this effectively. And I would say if you don't have at least a five figure budget, uh, you know, 10, 10 K or more per month, yeah. there are some just economies of scale that, that are at play there that won't work out. So if you have a small budget, if you're a small business, I would really recommend focusing most of your efforts on the search side of things. If you are a bigger brand, you do have a bigger budget, then there's a lot of, you know, a lot you can do with display, but you, you do need to be playing in those larger tiers. Yeah. And when we we're talking about search advertising, you mentioned that the competition is heating up and you mentioned about, you know, long tail keywords. Is it 
is it plateaued or is it is it just getting harder and harder? You know, it's I would say the velocity of inflation is decelerating. That's a really overly complicated way of saying it is still getting competitive, but uh, not as much as it was. So I do think we're getting closer to an equilibrium, especially when you look at some of those higher volume keywords like peanut butter, for example, that's probably in perfect equilibrium at this point. It's not going to get much more expensive because the market just can't bear it. You know, there's only so much money a brand is willing to lose uh, on on a given keyword. So um, so I, I think it's still going to get more competitive. But keep in mind, as Amazon's volume grows and as they get into more categories and as as there's you know just more traffic on the site, there's more and more inventory that then by definition opens up. So there is that kind of countervailing force there as well. Um, just another strategy I'll, I'll throw out there that I, I think is is interesting and has been really beneficial to us is, is day parting on the search side of things. So uh, the way that Amazon's search platform works is that uh, they start surfacing all of the ads in the morning and then most of the time it's just set on a daily budget. And once you run out of budget, the advertising stops for the day. Yeah. What that means is that in a lot of categories, we see a much less competitive environment in the afternoons and evenings. Uh, and then if we're able to day part, so we're able to hold budget and then deploy it in those times uh, in the evenings, we can actually see a better ROI. And frankly, depending on the category, in a in a an environment where there's actually a much higher likelihood of conversion, so toys is a good example of that. Uh, parents tend to buy toys in the evenings. Uh, yeah. You know, they home from work, uh, they put the kids to bed, and then they you know sit on their iPad and 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 look at at some options. So, if all the other toy brands have run out of budget by 7 p.m. and you're advertising at eight and nine, there's some additional kind of you know asymmetric rewards there as well. Yeah, especially at Christmas time, of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the holidays. Talking of which, I mean, you know, obviously, I mean, we're recording this right at the beginning of November, so Christmas isn't that far away now. Keep getting reminded, annoyingly, <laughs> how close it is. Yeah. What sort of top tips or takeaway uh, could you give to our audience today, considering that I think a lot of them are perhaps smaller businesses? Yeah, so I would say um, Q4 should be taken seriously by every consumer brand, not just those that are well positioned to have giftable items. So this is obviously specific to Amazon. There is a lot of traffic on the platform that's being driven by people shopping for gifts, Hmm. but bleeds into other categories. So what I mean by that very specifically is a mom may be going on, uh, you know, to do her Christmas shopping for her kids and buying toys, but then she's also buying a set of paring knives that she forgot she needed uh, at the same time. So yeah. there's just so much more traffic happening. And this applies to brick and mortar as well, for the most part. But there's so much more traffic happening that we really recommend going very aggressive with advertising budgets uh, in Q4, whether the product is, you know, is obvious as a giftable item or not. Um, it's more competitive, but the intent to purchase is so much higher oftentimes because uh, people are just in that buying mode that it really can pay off. Well, John, thanks for coming on so much. How can our listeners find out more about you and more about uh, Orca Pacific? 
Yeah, sure. So you can check us out on our website. I think we're going to include that in the show notes. Uh, easiest way to find it is just search uh, Orca Pacific and we should come right up. Uh, we're also pretty active, uh, m- me personally and our company on LinkedIn. So that's always a good place if you want to just, you know, connect, kind of stay in touch, uh, uh, engage with that platform quite often as well. Thank you very much, John. And thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes will be in the usual place, which is sitevisibility.co.uk slash IM podcast. We would encourage you to leave a review if you're enjoying the show. That would be fantastic. Questions and suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.go.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. And remember, we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn as well. So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from John. Yep. Thanks a lot, Andy. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, John. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 